Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! Breaking it down, another episode of Turnbuckle Time Machine. How you feeling? One. One. Nine. nine. Only. An exclusive pay-per-view we didn't think that we would cover. No, I, I honestly forgot about it, and I started watching the Raw, and I was like, oh shit, there's this whole British pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Might as well watch it. Only and in the UK. Only in the UK. Only in Live the UK. Live on Sky Sports. Jolly good. Uh, where's it from? Birmingham? Birmingham? Birmingham. Birmingham. Not Alabama. We were there before. Remember when we accidentally went to Birmingham, Alabama, thinking we were going to Birmingham? Maine? I was going to oh. say that for boner content. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, we had egg on our face. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this from years of just, like, you know, royal families inbreeding? And it was just a lot of just normal inbreeding. Yeah, it was like, you know, <laughs> on TV, those British accents sound a lot more British than here in real life. Sure. And you know, they sound a little Southern. Yeah. You know, but... Wrong country, yeah. wrong it's state. Like, us white guys could fit in anywhere, though. You oh, know yeah. I mean? we, yeah, we, we took it in stride. We took it in stride. Yeah. Um, one night only, worth covering. That's why we're covering Oh, it. dude, but there was, so much uh, stuff happens. Three-hour pay-per-view. So we're going to try to push through this as much as possible. What's our over-under? 55 minutes? We'll say 55. I'll brush through a lot of the first matches, but the last two are... Phenomenal matches. Actually, three phenomenal matches in here. Yeah, the last three really, really step it up. And yeah. the last two especially. I think they're all actually, those three were really nice. It was like a whole different pay-per-view, the last three episodes versus the first three. And I think we're getting a lot I'm of... I'm surprised you finished it. Because I would have just, I guess I would have watched the main event. But my Well, so I had an inkling of what happens in the main event. And so I mm -hmm. needed, like, I was like, I got to see if that happens. So I didn't, like... Expect that we would cover it, but then I did. I was like, yeah, you know, I was right. We needed to cover this shit. Sure. Um, <sighs> Only few one beers way. in us, but let's uh, let's get a little bit warmer. Only with, one uh, way to celebrate a British pay-per-view. How is that? A Boddington's? A Boddington's <laughs> Pub <Yeah>. Ale. <laughs> yeah. This is brought to you by Boddington's Pub Ale. No, a, an Irish car bomb. Okay, Who yeah. do you think bombed the Irish the most? That this is true. Yeah. The British. So we'll pay our, our respects to um, the Irish and also British Bulldog sister. Too heavy or? No, I might have went too heavy. I mean, my what? comment, was that too heavy? Oh, British Bulldog sister. We'll comment? also dedicate it to um, British Bulldog himself too. This? Yeah. You know what? R.I.P. We used to do this a lot. Car bombs. And we always remember to bring napkins. Ah! Yeah, I might have to use that mullet hair of yours. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, thought, so I thought that was a napkin, but I don't know what the hell that is. It looks Dude, like it looks a, like a paper, paper towel, towel roll, right? <laughs> Next to the uh, the watermelon jugs that I keep here in the podcast room. Uh, whiskey's already in it, so let's just go ahead and um, Bailey's it up. Bailey's. I'll drop mine and go, and I'll pass the torch, if you will. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is a really interesting pay-per-view as always with these like foreign pay-per-views you got a really really hot crowd robert's going robert's going guys so i'll let him finish i can keep talking we don't want any dead air time for those of you listening but super super geared towards british bulldog here and so and they also do a i'm sure you have it in your notes but we can talk about it i got now. the undershirt for a reason oh there you go and he has his sister there who is Fighting cancer. Fighting so he's cancer. kind of dedicating this whole thing to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of That's an a emotional whiskey, night. Man. Set at the bottom. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should I was thinking about yeah. You might want to do a stir, yeah. What's that? You think that'll be a cool effect? Or do you think there's just water on the lens now? It's going to yeah, be blurry. It's blurry, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't a cool effect, I'll make it a cool effect. Right, How about cool. that? You always have me for your insurance. Not quite like Rick Rude insurance, but good enough. 
So one night only as Tom slams that bomb, I'll get right into it. And this kind of reminded me of like a UK version of SummerSlam. The matches were uh, very similar, uh, AKA, um, AKA also known as... <laughs> also known as the same. <laughs> what was uh, what was that interview with uh, Billy Gunn and Road Dog where he's like, and yeah, so The Rock, I uh, you know he was better than me, and someone's kicking Summer's in. Kicking, yeah. yeah, I was like, Carbob's kicking in. What was that talking about? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Billy Gunn goes off camera, and you just hear him snort a giant line. <laughs> he said that to me. So there's this video with uh, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. I believe it's the same interview where he's like, someone's kicking yeah, in, and then that. Billy Gunn just goes off camera, and you see like. <laughs> what a time to be alive back then. And he just comes back and goes, I'm an ass man. <laughs> he didn't do that last part, but he might as well have. So our first match, Triple H versus Mankind. We've seen this before. This is going to be great. Oh, I'm sorry, Dude Love. We didn't dude see this before. Dude already love. fucked up on my notes. So Dude Love. <laughs> we left off with a little toe tapping, right? He came back to life. So Triple H versus Dude Love. And this match, I thought, was... Okay, so first of all, I have a drinking game for this. Drink every time Vince says capacity crowd. Ooh, okay. So if you're watching, capacity crowd it is. So every time he says it or you say it? Both. Oh, wow. Both. Both. Either one you're watching. So if you're watching the actual pay-per-view, do that. And if you're not watching you're this. Sable with a capacity crowd. <laughs> a million people. <laughs> you know what Vince says? And we are kicking off this pay-per-view with a great match, Triple H versus Owen Hart. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I heard him say that, yeah. and then it wasn't that at Rewind all. We it three times, I'm like, maybe he's supposed to face Owen Hart, and then Dude Love comes in, but no. Just off, off, off the couch. How could he be so wrong about that? He's maybe it owner. was supposed to be one of the matches? I don't know. But Owen Hart talk. Match. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk Dude Love's promo. Let's try to keep this short. Let's talk it. Oh, you know, oh I thought you, you were going to you know, start talking about it. <laughs> no. I don't remember any of it. You remember when he does the British voice? He's like, oh, it's lovely to be here in Birmingham. He goes, <laughs> and yes, I'm missing my two front teeth, but no, I do not miss them. <laughs> do love, ladies and gentlemen. Do love. Do All right. Love. Getting into the match, do love actually is just whooping the earth. We are whooping the shit out of Triple H for majority of this match. Outside the ring, Dude Love chases Triple H, and he is met with a hell of a clothesline from that Amazonian. They're keeping it shorter now. They're just saying that Amazonian. Oh, uh, because the woman part is kind of a gray area? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a sign. I think there was one where it just says that Amazon. Yeah, there was a sign that shorter. said, uh, half woman, half machine, all China. Hmm. Half woman. Is that because they're all made in China? The machines? Yeah. Or the women? And the women. Oh. Well, well technically not the women because they kill them, right? Well. The men are made in China. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Well. Well. Triple H sets up an sweet, sweet stretch via abdominal. And his uh, arm is on the road. That rope, was the weirdest way you could I, I know. I, I, I'm going to almost reset this entire podcast. My sweet, own. sweet uh, stretch of the abdominal. I love it. Thank you. I just like the uh, excitement yeah. of yeah. that move. That otherwise, it was in my mind, move, I wouldn't yeah. have never even it mentioned it. It wouldn't have even been Why would even bring it up? Like, unless it was the greatest abdominal stretch that anyone's ever pulled off. So in far in 97, it is. For me, at least. <laughs> Um, he has his arm on the rope. Ref goes, you cannot do that. Triple H pushes the ref. The ref goes into his pocket, grabs a set of balls, puts them back on, and oh. pushes Triple H. Which ref is this, man? Um, oh, Timmy White? I don't know. Was Earl it Mike Kyoto? No. Mike Kyoto? Maybe. Ah. I don't know. Most of them do you would have saw in the video here that I just played. And Triple H is cowering from this. Cowering, huh? Yeah. That's a choice of adjective? Yeah. Or I got a Mad Libs thing for, here. Yeah. That's a verb, actually. Coward. Yeah. You got a Mad Libs for this match? Yeah. What's, <laughs> yeah. Stretch. Sometimes it's stretch. stretch. Abdominal. <laughs> it never even happened. Yeah. <laughs> never even happened. <laughs> 
Uh, Triple H sets up for the pedigree, but dude love reverses it into a catapult, and Triple H definitely oversells that. Dude love smashes his head, Triple H's head, on the top turnbuckle. One, two, three. Moves down to the middle turnbuckle. One, two, three. The bottom turnbuckle. One, two, three. Mankind hits a double arm DD. Quick test. What's the total count? Nine. Oh, got him. Big yeah. math guy over Big here. Big math guy. Speaking of China, big math guy. <laughs> China puts Mankind or uh, Triple H's foot on the rope. He could have won here. Well, that's some cheating, I think. So count it. Remember, we talked. How many yes. clean matches did Triple H have? So far, zero. <laughs> no, clean, clean win. Clean win. And this is not one. This is not one. Right. All right. So no count on so that still one. Still zero, yeah. Mm -hmm. Triple H ends up hitting that pedigree. It's a one. It's a two. It's a three. And I know you want me. I know you want me. I know that you want my love. What is Sunny doing out here? And what the hell is she wearing, Tom? Blue boots and this fur coat? Is that meek? I don't know, but them boots were made for walking. And that's kind of what she's just doing. Yeah. She's not doing anything else. She's just ring announcing and walking. That's, uh, I mean, you talked about how great she is at ring announcing, so I guess you love this. She's good at everything. She's good at everything. Except driving drunk. <laughs> yeah. She's but who is? Lessons. You gotta close that one eye, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's always like which one eye, you know? It's always my right. I, I can't, I can't, I can't figure it out, and then I just close both of them, and it's never, never good. Don't do that. Yeah. No, well, I know that's why I'm saying it's a tough decision. Yeah. It's not. It's not the easiest thing to do. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, don't leave bottles of Grey Goose in your car, even though you don't have a license. And but it is Florida. Well, let me ask you this. Drink. If you don't have a license, <laughs> okay, and you're already breaking the law by driving drunk, what's having a bottle of Grey Goose going to hurt you? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you might as well just kill a guy, too. Yeah. Since uh, I'm breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my seatbelt on. Since I'm not already breaking the law, might as well inject heroin yeah. into my veins. So what match is she announcing here at this great pay-per-view well, one night only? For. This is what we're all here for. Tiger Ali Singh. Okay. My boy. Leaf Cassidy. Your boy. Yeah. Probably your top three guy right now. And we're, we're in for a barn burner of a match. Let's talk Tiger Ali Singh's promo. He comes what out. What song's promo? Huh? Who sing? Who like? Is it a cover promo? The song Tiger Ali Singh? <laughs> Yeah, he sings I the Tiger. promo. Yeah. Promo, promo. Is that a song? Promo, promo. No, it was a joke. I Tyler Ali sings. I know. See, I know. He sings promo. He's yeah. good at math, but he's not that quick-witted, you know? So that's why yeah, I appreciate you fans here of Turnbuckle Time Machine, because I can make my jokes, and then they go, but, like, you guys, they land. He sings promo. Oh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Bulldog for the win, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Let's talk about Tiger Ali's, Tiger Ali's promo. Yeah. I still don't get it. Um, what is he doing here? He comes out and he's saying that he's from Canada, and he gets there a he? big, big boo, even though the king's like, and he's coming here representing all of Asia. He's like, I'm from Canada. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Huh. And he says question. he's starting you... this movement to get kids off of drugs. Fuck this guy. I know. Drugs are the best. So I think, okay, what is this move? Is it a face or is it a heel move? He's a heel and a half, man. They're kind of pushing him because Leaf Cassidy just attacks him right during his promo. He's like, well, Leaf Cassidy's a heel too. I don't know. So this is kind of a weird time. I don't know. Or he's a face because he's like, I need to get kids off drugs. It's like, they need to open their minds, damn it. And then he attacks him. Leaf Cassidy? Yeah. He's done some drugs, I bet. Yeah. Shout out to Leaf Cassidy, though. Al Snow? Oh, my God. <laughs> that one went over my head. What does everybody want? What does everybody Speaking need? of head. <laughs> Whoa! Not quick-witted, fuck you. <laughs> actually, this, this conversation is going on longer than this match actually starts. Tiger Ali wins by a diving bulldog off the top turbuckle. I, I don't know if that's... I said that. I said that five minutes ago. 
I'm like, they said Bulldog gets to win. Bulldog, Bulldog, Bulldog listen win. how stupid I am. Like, Bulldog's not even in the match. I know, guys. Whew. This is gonna be Someone's a hey, This is gonna be a tough one today. <laughs> no respect, man. The host becomes the hosted. What do we got next? Oh, uh, no, you're stupid, man. Yeah, Savio Vega, Miguel Perez versus the Headbangers. And this is actually for the tag titles here. What? Yeah, can you believe it? Mosh hits a seated sent out of Miguel Perez for the win. Huge pop for the fans, though. Headbangers win. They go Headbangers, in the crowd. I can tell, would be big, big in the UK, man. Yeah, well, this is like the first match that, like, I don't know, was. They, like, actually win normally. But this is, like, the first match against, like, a an opponent that, like, they should be facing as tag champions instead of, like, just some random two single stars that they throw together. They got to see Sonny, though. I know you want me. I know you want to see Sonny. British Bulldogs interview. And let's talk about how fucked up Davey looks. Like he just went on a bender. From well, last he's, night. he's back home. I mean, he's from Manchester, which... I mean, I don't know. It's it not, not that far? big. It can't not be that far. far. Yeah. Yeah, like the most, probably is like four or five, a five hour drive or train ride. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, I mean, yeah, whatever. It can't be that far. He's partying. He's seeing all his old pals, his mates, as you will. His mates, yeah. And, a couple uh, Boddingtons. Couple, I mean, a couple two, yeah. three Boddingtons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what we used to do back in the Ain't no thing, but uh, but yeah, he looks a little hungover. Thanks, God, you know. Thankfully, they got um, like eighteen more matches until he actually has to wrestle. Uh, but like we mentioned, he has a sister going yes. through a battle with cancer. It's like her second battle. Uh, is dedicating the match to her and the night to her, really. And and I mean, the whole marketing of this whole pay per view is British Bulldog centered. Like it's the guy. Yeah, this is his. That's the main event. Not even the WWF Championship matches. Not, right. not even the main match. So this is Correct. big. This is big. So, you know, I guess it's a nice sentiment. And yeah. He dedicates It is always straight to, to see those yeah. matches. Like, even the Canadian ones were like, you got the Hart Foundation, who are all heels to us, but they're, they're all behind them. Mm -hmm. The crowd's electric. Same kind of situation. Yeah. Here. Home field advantage, yeah. if you will. Yeah. It's good to see. Speaking of uh, patriotism to their country, we get to see the Patriot. Uh, not uh, a fan favorite. No. Not a fan favorite at all. But you know who is? Flash Funk. When no Funkettes, where are they? They didn't have passports, the Funkettes. Oh, is that yeah, true? Yeah, yeah. What if he came out with like two like most stereotypical like British women with like giant teeth and just, just sipping on Boddington's yeah. pub? Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I don't think we have many listeners in the UK, mostly in Germany, which I think that rose as of last week. I looked, I'm like, man, more and more German German fans listening to us. Oh, we we uh, we got a lot in common. I think they're pumped about brackets coming. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, dude, brackets is about to debut. We gotta start listening. <laughs> We mentioned him in one episode. I know he's... I think two episodes. Yeah, okay. But I know, like, sometimes they always show brackets, but I'm like, I'm not putting them in the notes. And then they're like, we're going to get fucking a brackets promo. Like, we don't know what he's, he's saying. He's like, these fucking guys skip right through it. The brackets. We're the most hated, hated podcast in, in Germany right now. Because we just keep skipping brackets. It's really just like I a... I can't wait uh, to see him, like... I, do you think he's even going to show up? They're going to do two, three commercials for him, and then he's not even going to show up? Like I said, they do shit all the time, and nothing <laughs> ever happens with it. Remember the Kingston? What? The Kingston. The Kingston? Yeah. Brian Christopher, the Kingston. Kingston. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian, yeah. yeah. Nothing ever happened to them. <laughs> I think you owe me a shot. <laughs> what do you mean? He's the Kingston. <laughs> the Kingston. <laughs> and they're in England. You can say something this episode. Holy shit. He might win European Championship. <laughs> the Kings. <laughs> All right. Patriot versus Flash Funk. Flash Funk hits a flying crossbody. It's a one. It's a two. Oh, the Patriot actually kicks out here. On a crossbody? Why the Flash he? Funk crossbody. That's not it's like the a rock crossbody. One. Oh, yeah, that's true. Patriot jumps off the ring into Flash Funk, but it's only a two count. 
Flash Funk hits a splash from the turnbuckle, and Flash Funk goes to set up a beautiful moonsault. But what's the Patriot doing? Oh, he puts his knees up and sets up that uncle slam. Patriot gets the W here, one, two, three. Let me ask you this real quick. Patriot, did they think he was going to be a fan favorite? I and can't he, imagine. I can't imagine either. Flash I don't, know, I don't like, know. I wouldn't even send him to England unless you're going to just have him do fight all of their favorites and lose. Like That's like kind of his gimmick, right? Yeah, I feel like for this match, if you're going to the UK and it's a UK-only pay-per-view, this should almost be like a like a house show like you give these like these fans what they want they're gonna see this once a year right where yeah. they actually get tickets at least you know every match should kind of go their way except for maybe a couple surprises right because the only match i think that so far that would be like a house show as if like oh like a crowd would be the, the headbangers the, the, winning so far so far yeah but i mean the only one that's huge for for the uk guys is the british bulldog match so that's all that they're really staking, staking their claim in. So, okay. big, all right, big tag match, big rivalry next. The rivalry continues again. A little, uh, wow, a little wow. Do you have the poem written out? No, I'm gonna. I'm actually just gonna play the video the, with the audio. Yeah, fuck because it. Because should we just be quiet for a little bit? No, I'll just well, maybe for a second. Uh, Legion of Doom versus the Godwins, and I think I always say this. What is Hawk doing here? Tom. In in the, in no, the you, you gotta go well well in the promo or in, in the promo he's doing poetry. It's called so like poetry is like it's like telling a story but like you're rhyming and it's a little more artsy. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what he's doing. Okay, we'll put it here. Well, little birdie in the sky, let a whitewash right in my eye. But I'm a big boy, I don't cry. Geez, I'm dead. Cows don't fly, but that's the only thing I'll be glad about when we get in the ring with you, Godwins. It's over. You don't like it, we don't care. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did he write that on the what ten hour flight over? I bet. I bet, dude. I bet I bet his okay, picture this. I think this is his seat. You know, animals next to him. Actually, maybe he's like doing animal, can you sit across the aisle? And just this whole seat by the windows crumpled up fucking papers with all of the attempts oh, at this poem he's writing. Okay. It's like, oh, that doesn't rhyme, right? Yeah. Well, I think I got it. I think I got it, animal. Yeah. Because I'm thinking when he says little birdie in the sky, he's inspired by the plane. Maybe this is more profound than we think. <laughs> I think he might be onto something here. <laughs> he might be the, like a modern day Maya Angelou or something. Little shit. Birdie in the Sky. Is he referring to the plane ride from hell, Tom? You tell me this. I don't think so, but he may have Stay been... tuned for our boner content when we really break down this poem. In the meantime, Doomsday Device on Phineas L.O.D. gets the win. On Phineas, though, not on, Phineas. on Henry. They're yes. still not redoing that because they broke his neck. Yes. But didn't they give him a spike pile driver a few nights before? Much safer maneuver. Okay, understood. Uh, we got an interview, in-ring interview with Ken Shamrock. He does not have a match tonight. JR is asking him, by God, what the hell happened with that internal bleeding from Farouk Spinebuster? Uh, and, you know, what happened is Farouk gave him a spinebuster and he started internally bleeding. Spinebluster. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Worse than a buster. It was a bluster of a buster. And he started, he punctured More his... More like a lung buster. Yeah, really. lung buster should what it was, should have been called. Lung, Spine was fine. Buster. Lung, coincidentally enough, totally punctured. Uh, and so he's bleeding internally. He says if, he, if it were up to him, he'd be there. He'd be wrestling. He'd be strapping up his boots to knock up. And he said, uh, you know, and now he's out of the tournament. Or he lost that match, right? Did he lose that match to Farouk? I think he did. I don't know. I think he did. I think he so did. he's out of tournament either way. And that was in No, the... I think he won. But he's out now. He has to be out now. Yeah, he's Let out. Me, let's rewind for a minute. So since we've been doing this podcast, I think there was another injury that Farouk did. Yeah, he's an injury. He's the, he's Is the, he the Knight of Jacks? He's the Viscera. Oh, Viscera, viscera. okay. And Nia Jax of this era, yeah. He just, like, too too strong. Like, this one, I don't blame on him. 
Like it seemed like a pretty clean spine buster. You're probably able to put it here. And I don't think we can like say, oh, it's your fault. The Ahmed Johnson kidney injury, 100%. Like, I think he was just a little amped yeah, up. Yeah, no, I thought it was a good spine yeah. buster. Also, <clears throat> I think he's like, he was top bleeding. two or three spine buster guys in the history of wrestling. Yeah. So, and he, he was bleeding the he was match bleeding before, way before too. It. So it might have been I don't a think little... it was internal injuries. I think it was probably something else. And they're like, well, let's just say it was right. internal. The, it could have been internal, but it was because they're, 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 Building up Farouk as this guy who did it so that they can have a rivalry. Sure, I, think. I get it. Yeah. Um, while Ken Shamrock is doing the interview, he uh, is interrupted, and it's a a rock, a rock, a rockabilly. Will the rockabilly? They're not even playing his Sister music. Me, Daddy ass. They're not even playing his music. Rockabilly comes out, and he says that uh, Ken Shamrock got a uh, fake doctor's note because he has a stomach ache, and Rockabilly slaps Shamrock. Shamrock takes about 10 seconds to really process everything. <laughs> so he must have got a concussion. And then just starts beating the shit out of Rockabilly and sets up that beautiful ankle lock. And um, Rockabilly just starts tapping. Ring the bell. Make this they guy stop. They didn't ring the bell. Didn't ring the bell. They didn't ring the bell. Brett does an interview, and he's interviewed by Vince kind of backstage somewhere on camera. And Brett is saying that he has home field advantage. Yeah. And this is interesting. So this starts, I think this is starting a, a uh, the momentum shift, maybe not momentum shift, but kind of storyline shift and character shift that I feel, well, maybe it's not starting it, but it is starting to get rolling now. Yeah. And I think what started it was uh, little Owie and Bulldog kind of breaking up now. He said yeah. they're not going to be a tag team anymore. So things are changing. I think I'm right on that. but We I know Bret Hart's that. out in November. We know... Um, Lil Oe Bulldog aren't going to be a tag team anymore. So, like, this whole idea is, is shifting. And this interview is really telling in that, I think. He does his normal, like, Brett, like, you know, you know, Vince. And and Vince is like, I, you know, that seems like, uh, you know, you might not have a home field advantage here. Yeah, it's really 50-50, yeah. I think. And and he says he's going to give it his all against the Undertaker. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, yada, yada, yada. But the part in the, in the promo that I really found interesting is he said, well, Brett, does it matter to you what these fans think of you? Mm -hmm. You know, and he's like, well, maybe I'll get it. Well, at first he says, like, maybe I should get him to like me again. And he says, does it matter what these fans think of you? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it does. Like, just like that. Not like, not in any cool way. Just in like a really like vulnerable. Well, definitely, yeah. You know what? It does matter to me. And he's talking specifically here about the British fans. Yeah. But that, like, starts but the wheels turning in my head. Yeah, Vince is just saying exactly <laughs> what we already know. Like, Brett wants to be a face. He wants to be over. He wants to but be a top guy. But he hasn't for the last three months. To, you know, no, no, I, I understand. I know that, the, that that's the role or the gimmick that he's playing. But now he's champion. But he's just like, it's not, it doesn't mean that much to him right now because he's, he's a heel. But now, I'm about to put it in quotes. And, he's, and he's that, that, that's what I'm saying. If he were, if he were gonna maintain this heel persona, he would be saying, "I don't give a shit what they say of me. Right. I'm gonna go out and kick the Undertaker's ass." But he's like, you know, it does, it does matter. And yeah. he gets a little emotional with it. So something to keep an eye on, I think, going forward, because we do know the trajectory of Sean, and we know he goes against Sean at Survivor exactly. Series. Exactly. So but it is genuine. It is yeah, genuine. Yeah, yeah. He does want to be over with the yeah. fans and everything else. Our next match, we have the man they call Vader. I know we said Owen Hart was going to verse Triple H. No, 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 no. He's going to verse Vader here. So Vader versus Owen Hart. And a very long match. Yeah. They put on. Um, I, I think all of these last three matches are long. There's 20 a lot plus of action, match, right? too. I mean, yeah. there's a few slower spots, but, like, it's it In this match, a little bit. And yeah. this more so than you would ever thought. Like, the mm. way they treat Vader is he's either squashing or he's losing to, like... Somebody who should probably be, you know, it's a tight match. It's never like he's going yeah. out and getting his ass beat. No. And so if you saw him versus Owie, little Owie, you're thinking, oh, he's going to squash him. But right. this is a competitive match. Yeah, back and a forth, very 50-50. A lot of close close falls, and it is it is very entertaining. Yeah, I'll read the notes as they come. Do me a favor, though. Um, will you look up just the times for these matches just so we can mention that because these were very I'm, I'm surprised vader went the distance again to your point without really any like rest holds or any really breaks so uh 
right off the bat. This is such an early spot, but Owen does a Huracarana to Vader. Vader does the flip with the Huracarana and lands exactly on his neck. And I'm thinking, oh my God, <laughs> is Owen going two for two on breaking people's necks? Uh, Vader actually just kind of like takes a moment in the corner and Owen kind of gives him the space to kind of like clear his head and make sure he's good. Uh, Owen tries a sharpshooter. Um, but Vader's just way, way too fat to even roll over, so it's not even possible. Uh, Owen tries a crucifix submission while Vader is standing up, and Vader does what anyone else would do and just slam him down and fall backwards. <laughs> I don't know how to look up the times for all of these in a quick manner. See, this is why I miss Klaus, dude. Yeah. Like, he would have fucking knew exactly where to look. It's just, you know, I don't know. I, I'm still not... O it's tough. It's it just, you know, bear with us. We're it. not hiring anyone else. We'll just, well, no, just nobody else could do it. Nobody else could do no it, man. Do it. Like, you'll say, like, we look at these resumes and it's like, yeah, you got years of experience. Yeah, I work on this pot. You know, fuck you guys. You, you're not close. Yeah. You can't breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's big for yeah, us. I know, it is big for us, yeah. <laughs> It's the only other spot in his Yeah, room. it's like, it's yeah, so I eight years in video editing. I've done this. I've worked on this podcast. I'm like, all right, Jamie, let me guess. Young Jamie, you worked on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Have you been to Jamaica? Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. How long could you hold your breath? Like two oh, you're holding breath. You can't breathe underwater? Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's a trick question. Because if they're like, yeah, oh, this long, you're like, no, you idiot. You're supposed to be able to breathe. We get it out right out of the way. Yeah. Uh, there is this spot. This match was... I know it wasn't supposed to be stiff. Would you say best Vader match you've seen? Or is this better than Vader Shamrock from uh, a few months ago? I think it might be. I think so, yeah. 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 It's less, like, it's, it's, it is still pretty physical. I think all Vader matches That's are. what I'm saying. Like, I don't yeah. want to say that this match was stiff, but there are stiff it's spots. Pretty stiff, yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen gets thrown hard as hell into the turnbuckle. And potential Vader receipt from him yeah. falling on his neck. But I think that's more on Vader, really. When he did the hurricanrana, yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen hits a sharpshooter. Ah, but Vader grabs the rope. Owen picks up Vader. Finally, picks up Vader and does a body slam. That reminded me of. I'm not really comparing, but when Hulk lifted up Andre the Giant, you know what I mean? Go with that. And, yeah, I know not it's not quite like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the Wish.com version of that. Uh, that so, it, it, it is. <laughs> it's like it's size-wise probably fairly comparable. But, like, not quite, you know? Well, I mean, like, Owen's probably, like, what, 205? Right. And, so it's, yeah, it's, and Vader's, like, 4-something. So, like, Andre the Giant's 5-something, and, and Hulk's, like, 270, you yeah. know, ripped. Like, you know, and it's, it's comparable. It is yeah, comparable. It's comparable. Less you. impactful of a yes, moment overall in the history of wrestling, but, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Vader. The man they call him. Vader. Vader, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, goes to do a Vader bomb. Shoots up. Owen puts his knees up. Now Owen gets momentum. Does a spinning heel kick to Vader. It's a one. It's a two. And a kick oh, out by the man they call Vader. Owen's got a little move up his sleeve. Jumps off the top turnbuckle for a crossbody. Vader catches him midair and does a power slam. This has got to be the end. Vader one. Vader two. Vader three. This was a great match, and very unexpected great match, yeah. which is why I think, even if I, eh, good yeah. match. I don't want to talk too much about it. You want to sugarcoat it? No. Undertaker promo. We got uh, another rest in peace. Basically, it sums it up for you. Yeah, Undertaker is telling Bret Hart, this time there will not be... A special guest referee to hit him with a chair. And he says, he only knows and communicates with creatures of the night. Ah, and Bret Hart is Done a that demon. before. It's not worth the money, the creatures of the night. They're, you know, they're working people and I appreciate <laughs> what they're doing. But like, honestly... Just go rub one out, no big deal. You'll get over it, right? Are you talking lot lizards again? Yeah, those are not the, the creatures, creatures of the night. I thought they were Puerto Ricans. Oh, the lot lizards are the creatures of the, the night. The creatures of the night. Yeah, well, some could be. I mean, it's not it's not limiting. That's the thing. It's like, you whatever you want. You know, you could go one way, the other way. Puerto Ricans. Um, 
you know, it depends on the, the day of the week, you know. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, oh, that's always, that, I always go for thick Latinas on Sunday. You, this whole, like, you with the mullet is giving me Theo vibes. <laughs> yeah. You can't bang a Puerto Rican on Sunday. I'm just saying. That sounds like something. Oh, you can. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Trust me. Undertaker versus Bret Hart. And this match was A? A. A. Right? I would rank this. A Canadian A? I would A. I would rank a. this top three uh, that we've seen since we've done this podcast. Only two that I think might be better is, is Sean... This is the best non-Shawn Michaels match we've seen. Only ones that might be better are uh, Sean and Sean Bulldog Mankind was up and there. Sean Bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah, Sean Mankind. And I think this is number three. And this is 100% the best Bret Hart match I've ever seen in my life. I agree with you on that one. 100% the breast. The breast Bret Hart match. Breast Bret Hart match I've ever seen. And he does hump cows, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, okay, yeah. yeah, he definitely does. We've seen <laughs> we, multiple signs. We found that out. We've that got the evidence. So, us. this match, guys, I'm watching it, I'm like, this is still going, this is still going. It's like 35 minutes. Yeah. It starts, and you're like, oh, they must be doing this match and another match, then the main event, but no, it's this match for 35 minutes. Yeah. Outside the ring. I think I paused this match about... 10 minutes in just to see where we're at in the pay-per-view. We still had an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this goes for at least 30 more minutes from what you're seeing. Yeah. And and it is back and forth and up and down and in and out of the ring. And there's weapons. There's not weapons. And it's fairly clean. Fairly clean, too. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not like, I mean, they, they take the turnbuckle off. Speaking of taking the turnbuckle off, mm -hmm. not a condom. Not a condom, guys. We Check it out that. when you don't want to wear a condom, point. but you want to pretend that you're wearing a condom. That's the idea. Not a condom. <laughs> I feel like we just got to be <laughs> very transparent with it. Because yeah. we get messages all the time. What is not a condom? What is, is it? a condom? Not a condom. You know what it's not? I didn't it's know. It's not we... a condom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you all. can't. It's easier to answer yeah. with what is it not. Uh, me going over my head. <laughs> I, I, we couldn't be any more clear. <laughs> so to Thomas Point, Brett takes that turnbuckle off, but it ends up biting him in the ass. Taker throws him into that exposed corner. That was a tough spot. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker gets thrown outside the ring, and Brett does a sweet baseball slide, hits Undertaker. He ends up landing into the out announcement table. Uh, Brett tries that famous the figure. announcement table. What did I say? Like you said announcement table? But not the announce table. Announce so, like, table. announcement table. Like, this is just a table for special announcements. And cool. I love the idea of an announcement table. <laughs> like, hey, man, you got an announcement. You go to that table and you say your announcement. But I don't want to hear any announcements. Uh, excuse anywhere. me. Can I have the floor, please? Like, you don't have the floor. Go to the fucking table. table. You stay your piece. Tell everybody what yeah. your problem is Fine. and make your announcement. To the owner... Of like a grayish Subaru. <laughs> Subaru Outback, probably yes. lesbian. Yeah. We get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, can you, yeah. Your lights are on and you're yeah. blocking in the handicap spot. Um, Bulldog's sister's trying to... Oh, God. <sighs> I didn't want to say it. All right. Brett tries that <laughs> famous figure four on the ring post. And uh, kind of gets it. And it's, uh, it's not hell for too much longer. But... I rest assure you, he does get a figure four in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the ring. Uh, and Undertaker uh, reverses that figure four. So not a good, uh, not a good submission because Undertaker just rolls over. It's the stupid, it's the easiest move to reverse in the history of moves. Yeah, I agree. Just roll over. Okay. Nonetheless. A dog could reverse that move. <laughs> hey, roll over. That's all you gotta do. Paw. Other but maybe not. Well, spoiler alert, but maybe not. Maybe dogs can't reverse that move. I think Brett is realizing this because he realizes that's not even my own submission. It's the sharpshooter. Ah, so he lands the sharpshooter in the middle of that ring. And again, we've seen this before at SummerSlam. Undertaker uses his legs, gets the momentum, and kicks Brett off. Brett's like, okay, let me do another sharpshooter to Undertaker. Does that sharpshooter and Undertaker... Grabs him by the throat and goes to set 
up a choke slam. This is a pretty cool spot there. Yeah, yeah. big kerbop, although doesn't end up getting it. Brett leaves the ring and grabs the ring bell. Brings it in the ring. Now we're talking about, now it's not going to be a clean match anymore. Undertaker just immediately meets him with a big boot. Undertaker decides to grab that bell. Come on, don't do it, Undertaker. You're going to get disqualified, but the ref takes it Seize from him. Day. And Brett immediately hits him with a chop block. And there's a spot much later where they're by the edge of the ring, the hardest part of the ring, if you will. I don't know what Brett is trying to do here, but he falls literally on the cameraman as he's Yeah, recording. so he's like kind of, he done it, did it once where he's like kind of like jumping on the, uh, I think on Undertaker's like arm or something. Yeah. And so then he goes to do it again and it, he misses the rope on the jump and he falls right through the ropes and lands on top of the cameraman who's like right there filming. And I think it's a pretty bad botch. The cameraman's kind of ran. Yeah, I, I, Brett I gets up so right away, and an Undertaker goes out there to handle business. Yeah, so. while he's out there, he's like, "I'm gonna throw Brett into the stairs." So Pretty he hard. does so, gets him back inside the ring, and Taker does his famous, "I walk the line, walk on the rope," and Brett does an arm drag and brings him right yeah. back down. Brett hits a roll up. It's a one. It's a two. It's no, but very, very close. Brett has an idea. Does he try a tombstone or some sort of pile driver? He knows in the Heart Foundation you can break someone's neck very easily. Here. Easy way to win a match if you're not showing compassion afterwards. That's, so that's true. I think he. I think he was going for a sit-down tombstone right here. Yeah, Brett tries a sit-down tombstone or some sort of pile driver, and Undertaker reverses it into a tombstone of his own. But Brett looks for the rope, grabs the rope to avoid that finisher, and his head gets stuck in the ring. Yeah, similar to Mankind when he lost his ear. Uh, he He's just stuck. Similar to Shawn Michaels when he lost his smile. Ah, damn. Those are tough spots to be in. <laughs> and, and we just want you guys all to know, if you lose your smile, check out Not a Condom. It'll put the smile back on your face. Yeah, I, I, the, I, and, and Mount Everest. And, and hers too. Yeah. They chill like a two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, text not three, five, three, three, five, three at condom.com. Uh, we, so this spot is like one of those that you're always like, every time it happens, like, ah, oh, did they mean to do that? I always ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, I feel like it that? was on purpose, but, but it is, uh, it's tough because you never know. And you know, like there's been injuries with stuff like that, but Undertaker just goes back to him, starts punching him, punching him, punching him. Eventually the ref is like, dude, stop, stop, stop. I got to get him out of here. Undertaker doesn't stop, keeps punching him and they ring the bell for a DQ. So I do think wow. it was planned. Yeah. We but also have... Undertaker's punches were, they were pretty so off. They were like, they were so weak. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, it's not hurting yeah. Robert yeah. at all. No. Taker is so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, I earned that up. <laughs> you wondered why I had yeah. the iron. We got our guest, the Iron Sheik. Yeah. What, the Iron Stink? What have you been doing with this thing? You know what I mean? I'm back, baby! I'm fucking back! <laughs> Undertaker realizes somebody needs to get a goddamn choke slam here. I was supposed to win the title. Takes the ref. Gives the ref a choke slam. Briscoe gets in the ring, drags like, him uh, in. Like Oprah, like you always say. You, you get a choke slam, slam man. You, you get, get a choke slam. slam. Everybody's getting a choke slam. So Brett leaves the WWF champion, and Taker is following him pretty close. And, and the announcer says, and winner by disqualification. In your British accent. Oh, man. I've been drinking a little bit. Um, Uh, a winner, but a disqualification. <laughs> no, it's like a winner and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> still champion of the uh, Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, if you will. If you will. Yeah. And whatnot. <laughs> right? In it. In it. They say in it. In it. In it. My hair got caught in it. A water bottle. <laughs> I need something to wet my whistle. You got a water bottle. You got a water bottle <laughs> with some body things pop ale in it. <laughs> Because I would fucking... Undertaker stops. <laughs> Undertaker stops walking up the ramp and goes to literally attack the ring or the uh, the announcer. 
At the announcement table, by the way. <laughs> He's making the and announcement. He, he leaves for the crowd. He was in the proper part of the... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he leaves the announcement table immediately. And when you're... If you're at the announcement table making an announcement and you leave, then all you're, you're safe. You can do whatever. You're now... You're part of the crowd. No big deal. So Undertaker can't do anything. All right. 44 minutes. You think we can have this down in 10 minutes? Let's see what we're on there. All right. All right. All right. All right. The main event, ladies and gentlemen, Shawn Michaels versus British Bulldog for the European Championship. We should have had it here on the table. Oh, my God. What were we thinking? Where Let me ask you a question. You get, you get married and, and there's no European Championship anymore? European yeah, a bottle. Um, a bottle. <laughs> Why is that what you went to? What a bottle. What a bottle. <laughs> I heard. I heard somebody say it before, and it's always stuck in my head. What a bottle. What a bottle. What a bottle. Yeah. Like what about it? Yeah. What a bottle. What are you so infatuated with the water bottle for? <laughs> what about it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about this uh, Shawn Michaels promo before this match. Shawn is saying, Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be the first WWF 4 slash E Grand Slam champion right down the middle. He didn't say right down the middle, but... No, um, you did, though. What are, the four what are the four championships? WWF champion. Sure. Intercontinental, Intercontinental champion. Tag. Tag champion. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, the European Championship. So he'll be the first ever. How long has this European Championship even been out? Like a, uh, like a year and a half? Year. Not yeah, even not even a year. Like probably seven, seven, eight months. Okay, so this would be the legit Grand Slam. He'd be the second European Champion ever, so yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think Bulldogs probably had them all except for the WWF Championship. So he's close. Though, I will say, when we started this podcast in 96, Sex, 90 sacks. 96. Um, I thought Bulldog was a really good contender to be that. He that champion. Been. Could have been. I, I if Sean wasn't just light years ahead of everybody else yeah. and Davey stayed sober, very yeah. possible. Yeah. I, I think I, I think Bulldog kind of got buried with its own heart shit. Uh, buried as tag champion is a weird thing to that say. That is a weird thing to say. But I'm here for I it. mean, Let's they, they carried the tag division for like seven, eight, by nine months. By default, though. Not by default. They were... Who else? I mean, who else it was, was by default in a way, but like, they were the best option. They were the only team that could have... Only option. Been, they were the only option, too. But like, okay. they were also... It was a team that worked, that were heels. They had decent storylines. They had good matches. I don't think it was like a burial. I don't know. Was he still, was the was hero still... we needed, you know, not the one we deserved. I hope it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Vince asked Sean, well, well, how are you going to top this? And what does Sean he say? Asked, Can you top this? Meaning the match, yeah. like the Undertaker, Bret Hart match. Oh, yeah. And he says, top this. My middle name is top this. Follow up question with that. Great line, by the way. Yeah. Great line. The word top yeah. in the Urban Dictionary means fellatio, oral sex, head, toppy. if you will. Toppy? Sloppy. Top. Top. Just top. I also think that means, like, if you're gay and you're a dude and you're banging another dude, you're banging the other dude. Different top. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the same top. Yeah. Um, Explains a lot. Was, was top called oral sex by then? Or yeah, it had to have been. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So top this great line. Still great line, even if it wasn't out yet. Either way, um, Sean is coming out, and I will say, even though his home field advantage here for British Bulldog, still kind of a big pop for Sean though. Dude, the chicks love Sean Michaels. He gets grabbed and yanked and pulled in all these different directions by these British women. They bop him. They twist him. Yeah. They pull him. Yeah. Let's talk about my, probably a new segment I'm going to make, but spot of the night. This is the spot of the night? Mm-hmm. This is the greatest moment in the history of our whole podcast, I think? Yes. A fan 
shows Shawn Michaels an action figure. It's a bulldog, British bulldog action mm -hmm. figure too, to be more specific. Shawn takes the, go ahead. I'll let you have this <laughs> We got to put it here, right? Well, we are, we are. Yeah, so he so takes. As you talk, you'll probably play. He it, takes so. this British bulldog action figure, holds it up like he's like gonna drop it on the ground, but no, he opens his pants, drops it in his pants, right around the, the genital region, Pulls it back out, throws it to the chick, <laughs> and dude, what, what, what? There are so many times <laughs> that I know most wrestling fans, especially if you're like a true, I feel like if you're like an old school wrestling fan, you love Bret Hart, and a lot of people hate Shawn Michaels for a lot of stuff that he does backstage, and just the amount of pull that he has with Vince and we'll get to that and I understand your frustrations and I get why people hate Sean. A, you can't deny that he's a great wrestler. But shit like this That's a whole other level. It's just beyond He's such a phenomenal. And, and I'm not gonna apologize for loving Shawn Michaels uh, at all. He's a, he is uh Mount Rushmore for me for sure. Hundred percent. 100%. He's the you George Washington in the Russian without what he built. Absolutely. Um, and British Bulldog comes out. And I will say, Sean's getting pyro. This is a tough... This is a tough one to, like, compare to. How do you, how do you top that? No pun intended from the uh, pun earlier. But Bulldog comes out, and it's... I mean, Bulldog's music, which is very... Ugh. You know, it's not very like. Oh, they probably loved it in England. Though. They did, that yeah. <laughs> Boddington's going everywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, chants are raining. Bulldog, 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 and we get Tom sign of the night. We won't yeah, say said, it. Uh, we'll just show it. There it you're is. You're gonna show it? <laughs> you can show that? What are we? What I'll, year I'll, is this? I'll we're blur it. I'll blur it out. I'll blur it out. Okay. Thank Maybe God. I'll blur it out. Maybe I'll blow it out. Um, Sean, Sean is a... What rhymes with maggot? Ah, uh, tragot. Yes, Sean is... <laughs> it's, it's like tragic, but not quite. Let's get, in the, let's get the match. Well, you forgot to mention he walks out with his sister, who's a fighting cancer. That is true. That they, we'll, we'll, we'll put him here, they, yeah. They, so, you know, there's a lot of emotion here. She almost gets blown up by the pyro. She walks oh out. Oh, my God. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So, I mean, this is an emotional. He's dedicated his match to her. He's got to defend the title for her and, and his whole country, to be honest. So, it's, it's huge. Some say the pyro gave her some sort of radiation. And, and, and saved her. Or killed her? Or killed her. I can look this, look up, this I up. I'll read the notes. Um, British Bulldog. This also, just by the way, as you would expect, this is a a plus match for me. It's a good match. Um, British Bulldog gets most of the advantage here, and um, British Bulldog throws Sean outside the ring, and it's a little tough spot, a little oversell, but Sean lands on the railing outside. Uh, Sean is now walking up the ramp after that spot, and um, he just calls timeout. You do get three in this match, right? It's a main event. You get three timeouts? Yeah. Is that right? Three. You looked that up? 30-second timeouts. Three 30-second timeouts. Okay, cool. Uh, Bulldog tries to throw HBK just completely out of the ring, and the ref is going to be like, hell no, that you, you, you just can't do that. So the ref stops that, and British Bulldog, and this is the first time I've seen him actually do the submission, but does a surfboard stretch submission to Shawn Michaels and holds it in the air, and apparently that's, a, that's considered a pin. So the ref starts counting. And British Bulldog is forced to break that submission. And oh my God, is that Jake from State Farm? Uh, pretty close. The pretty white close. Jake the from white State one, Farm. Yeah. yeah, the original commercial. Yeah, Rick Rude. Oh no, it's Rick Rude. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Ravishing Rick Rude comes out. Uh, Bulldog does a roll up, and Rick Rude is going to interfere here and pushes Bulldog over outside the ring. Rick Root is attacking Bulldog, and now more insurance. 
Hey, that is that flow from Progressive? Is she on steroids? Oh, no, no, that's China. It's China. And Triple H Trump. And Triple H Trump. Coming down the ramp, HBK goes for a elbow drop. Why not? Might as well. That's the signature. First move. time he's getting some momentum, does an elbow drop, lands it, and goes, Well, I'm going to do that move again. Worked so well the first time, why wouldn't you? Does another elbow drop and goes to tune up the band. Bulldog, get up. He's going to do a sweet chin. Get up. Puts Bulldog in the corner, goes to hit the sweet chin music. Bulldog counters and goes to hit that famous running power slam. But like a good neighbor, Rick Rude is there to grab British Bulldog's ankles. Ref goes, what are you doing? Distracted by Rick Rude. And Rick Rude goes to set up a running power slam to HBK outside the ring. And I need to mention here. Rick Rude or British Bulldog? British Bulldog. Yeah. I need to mention here that outside the ring where the mats are, it is elevated about seven inches. I call that about 12. I call that about seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're on the same range. <laughs> Bulldog goes to hit a running power slam, but his foot gets caught between the mat and the, and the railing. Yeah. And we discussed this while we watched the pay per view. Was another this a botch? One. I think or this is was this cleverly planned? I think spot. it was very cleverly planned. I yeah. love this spot. Yeah. Let's so he hope, gets his yeah. ankle caught. And and he and he misses the power slam because he slips and falls, mm -hmm. and it becomes a big focus of the match now. So now, yes. now uh, Triple H and Rick Rude are slamming the guardrail on mm, the, before that. Oh, oh yeah, Shawn the, Michaels hits a sweet oh, chin. Yeah, music. Then he falls back into the spot. Again. Yes, right back in the spot. <laughs> and to your point, go right. on. Yeah, then they they're slamming the guardrail on his ankle as. You know, Shawn Michaels is distracting it looked, the ref. Did it not look like a Limp Bizkit concert yeah, out there? Yeah, like, their front row it's all seats. about the nookie. <laughs> so <laughs> I can stick it in your... Stick it up your... Stick it up your... Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Keep rolling, rolling. Yeah, we're definitely... <laughs> so, Triple H outside the ring hits a pedigree to the British Bulldog. China and Rick Rude tag team Bulldog and throw him inside the ring. Shawn Michaels, he's going to do some insulting to British Bulldog. But first, let me take a knee brace off. Yeah. I said, let me take a selfie. He goes to do a figure four, but then he's like, nah, 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 I'm not a big figure four guy. But takes off the Bulldog's knee brace, mm -hmm. which I don't really remember if he always wears that knee brace, too. So no, this, I, this was new to yeah, me. Yeah, so it was part it of was the It was a dope-ass knee brace. Yeah, it was, really, it was yeah. British colored. Yeah. And, uh... Then he gets him into figure four. No, no, no. In insult to injury here. What does he do oh, with that knee brace? Oh, that knee brace right to Diana. Miss Calgary herself. Yeah. Davy Boy's wife. That is just insult to injury. She is so pissed off. And then he gets him into figure four for like 10 minutes. It's like a 10-minute figure. Yes. Four. And uh, to your point, Triple H in China are continually... Helping Shawn Michaels get some leverage here, and the ref, uh, who it's it's Earl tonight, right? Uh, yes, it is Earl. Earl, the goat, the goats, not so much just terrible officiating. So, re yeah. this keeps repeating. Triple H and China keep pulling Shawn for a little bit of leverage, and uh, Davy Boy finally crawls himself to the rope after being in the figure four for about 16 minutes. <laughs> And he's met with a punch by no other than Rick Rude from back to the center of the ring. And it's all academic from there. Just holds it for like five more minutes until he eventually passes out. What have we got about a uh, minute and a half left in the pay-per-view? Yeah. I'm going to call it. Yeah, yeah. Ref calls it. And new European champion of the world, the heartbreak <laughs> kid, Sean. It's right. You're right. People are pissed. Absolutely. The garbage is getting have. thrown in the I ring. I just looked up to see if Shum, if uh, Daisy Boy Smith, British Bulldog's sister, died. 
Not enough on there. Klaus probably would I think she it. dies about three weeks after this. No fucking way, dude. Really? Yeah. You know that? Mm -hmm. No way. Legit? I'll put it here if I'm right okay. or wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty so, sure she But what I did find was someone posting this match from, uh, like, three years ago, so, t like, 2019, 2020, on Twitter, yeah. saying, like, crazy match, and I hate, I never, like, I hate watching this match because it breaks my heart, and then just slews of comments from people, I was there, this is bullshit, this was the most bullshit match I've ever watched in yeah. my life. Sean convinced Vince to put him over in this match. Yep. Should have been British Bulldog. Stupidest decision in the history of the world. And I don't know. I don't hate how this went because I did not expect this. Let me wrap up a few other things here in this match. Sean grabs the mic and starts bragging. Uh, Diana leaves outside of her seat and tries to attack Sean with the knee brace, but Sean continues to figure four and the Heart Foundation come out to assist and Sean, Triple H, and China leave. But back to your point, absolutely. British Bulldog was supposed to get over here in this match and it wasn't until the day before Shawn Michaels came to Vince and said, I have another plan. And he discussed this with Vince yeah. and says, what other way for me to build heat yeah than to fuck over davy boy and the thing is the thing with the sisters very very heavy i think right. i think this plays such a big factor in it if his sister wasn't if dying they didn't of make cancer that whole thing yeah i think like, well, I how think, could you i think they made it think because he was gonna win but like how could he still be like yeah okay I'm going to dedicate this to her, knowing now that I'm going to lose. How could he go on and say that? I think that was recorded previous. But then he walks out with her. He could have changed the ball game and not done that. Now it makes it look like yeah, so he is a... It's like, it's like that South Park episode where they are a hockey team and they're fourth graders. And then they got to go up against the Colorado Avalanche. And they got to win for the kid who's in the hospital. And yeah, the Colorado true. Avalanche destroy them. Like 25 to 0 yeah. or more. You know, whatever. And the kid dies. That's what this is like. Yeah. It's terrible. Or it's like, speaking of South Park, remember in basketball. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm going to hit a home. He's like, oh, yeah, he can hit a home tonight. He's like, you are, Chip? You're going to hit a home run? He goes, he can hit four home runs tonight. <laughs> Either way. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but big things here overarching for the whole entire uh, history, like, you know, future of what we're covering. Big heel turn, not heel turn, but continual heat building from uh, HBK. Yeah, if, he, he was borderline heel before. He was over that line a little bit. Now he's well no, over he's, that line. He couldn't be further heel. on yep. the other end. Yep. We've got Triple H calling out new names for the for their group. What do they call them? The Triple Threat, the main eventers, the Showstoppers. Mm -hmm. Trying to workshop some names. I don't know what they're going to come he up says with that's that better than yeah. Showstoppers. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the well, show stopper said we're something full. We just got time. The yeah. main event, so the, yeah. The triple threat, so the, yeah. Triple threat with <laughs> nine of them or something. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, I, I gotta ask you this. And this will kind of lead me to more, I guess, shitting on, not more shitting on Sean, but I want to bring this to light. Um, or Sean Michaels isn't wrong on this. This will definitely bring heat 100%. I don't I, hate I don't hate this idea, but when he brings this to Vince, maybe I should win because it's going to draw more heat. Is that because he wants more heat, or is that just Shawn Michaels being dude wanting to be Grand Slam champion? This is exactly the same situation as the fucking Montreal screw job. Oh no, I can't lose in England. He's losing in England, and then it's the same thing they were doing with the Montreal screw job. They're building heat for Shawn. Mm -hmm. Brett can't lose to Canada. Brett's going to be a face. Dude, it's such a work. Montreal Screwjob is such a work, dude. Montreal Screwjob, I think, is a work. Are you saying this is a This is obviously a work. But I'm just saying they took this as like, oh, we did it here. Now we can do it in Montreal. 
You think like at the time they thought British Bulldog was cool with this? All the fans had that reason? Well, my question is, is Sean doing it for the right reasons? Is he doing it to build heat or is he really just want to be the first Grand Slam champion? I think he is doing it uh, to be the first Grand Slam champion. Yeah. Because... Sean's a piece of shit. We know he's that. A piece of shit. He's a piece of and, shit. And, yeah. and he doesn't need to be the European champion. No, it but does build credibility to the, the belt. first it Grand does. Slam. It yeah. does, and, and he, he, him, he him being excuse, it, but like yeah. if you if you understand where his trajectory is going, him facing uh, Undertaker and Hell in a Cell, he doesn't need to be European champion for that. Sean, that adds nothing to it. Sean, then the next month he's Sean, facing for the WWE Sean, Championship. She's dying of cancer. <laughs> it's like a I know, insane. Sean. Like I know we can maybe yeah, you can win the European title down the line. You can still be the first one. She's dying of cancer. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I'm calling this one right down the middle. <laughs> I mean, we can go on. We, we could. We should have just wrapped up this pay per view and just talked about this spot. Uh, but we're getting close to the time. I think. I think we call it. But uh, Sean, the only thing to take away from this episode, Sean is great. But Sean is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God he found God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Good night. Thank God bless wrestling. <laughs>